Welcome to the Energetic Radio Podcast. My name is Dale Sidebottom. Each week, I'll bring you inspirational guests who will help you bring fun, energy, and purpose into your lives. Let the show begin. Alrighty, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast, episode number 323. Now, for the next 10 weeks, because we've done this for eight years now, we have had some incredible guests, some of the best presenters, talkers, storytellers, you name it, ever to put foot on this planet. Um, We thought it'd be really nice to reminisce on some of the most popular episodes and particularly taking away some of the themes and ideas that they had spoken about. So we've got 10 weeks of little snippets, pure bits of gold coming up for you. And this week we have probably one of the most recognisable names going around in Hugh Van Kylenberg from the Resilience Project and the uh, the Imperfects podcast. You name it, he has done it. This man is everywhere. And I tell you what, there is a reason for that. Hugh is probably one of the ultimate storytellers. And not only that, uh, the impact he is having globally with his brand and reach and all the sessions he's done is phenomenal all right so i'm really excited to share this week for 323 hugh van kylenberg every kid walking along they'll be on a train there'll be four of them they'll be talking through each other through messages instead of interacting with each other it's it's frightening isn't it because we um i mean i i don't know um about you but i i i I reckon growing up as a kid i reckon i learned so much when i was bored so when I was sitting around the dinner table and I sort of run out of stuff to say and I was bored of, well, that's just bad luck. I had to make my own fun. And so you learn to be creative through that with your siblings or whatever it is. But I, I don't see that anymore. I don't see creativity coming out of boredom because we're never bored anymore because no. the second we feel bored, we pull our phone out. And so where's this? Where's the creativity going to come from? And for us as adults, yeah, it's, a, it's, it's not ideal when – you know, you you might not have a feeling, but I, I certainly do. When I'm sitting at the pub having a beer with a mate and he goes to the bathroom or whatever, I grab my phone straight yeah, away. Rather than just sitting there and just actually being there and looking around and maybe interacting with the barman or whatever it is, you just – you don't want to be by – we don't want to be by ourselves anymore. And I and it's adults, but I'm really concerned about kids who are growing up where the very second they're bored, phone comes out, boredom's gone. It's not replacing them with anything wholesome. They're not learning anything meaningful there. Um Whereas you and I, when we were bored, and I know with your brothers, if you got bored around the dinner table, well, just you, you make your own fun and it's good for us. We learn empathy, we learn social skills, we learn conversation skills, but I, I worry about the next generation. And it's not their fault. I don't blame them. It's it's this – so, I, I am so glad that I'm not growing up in this time where phones are just – you know, I, I, your, your example is perfect. Um, people walking – kids walking into a classroom, not greeting – other students or teachers because yeah. they're on their phone, that is the most um, – that you couldn't get a better example of that. It is so, so – if you walked into your classroom 10 years ago, 15 years ago, and didn't, you just had your head down and sat oh. down, you would, you would you just wouldn't do it. It would be so rude. You'd feel, you couldn't force anyone to do it. I just feel so bad. But it's happening all the time now because of these devices. And, it's, a, and it's, a, it's an excuse. You know, it's, people go, oh, it's okay, they're on their phone. No, it's not okay to walk into a room and not say hi to people. Yeah. I, I couldn't agree more, and um, it, it's something that we need to yeah, be conscious about. I like that idea of turning everything off, and I know I'd probably struggle with that, but again, that is something you need to do because it, it's a habit and it's a bad one you get into. Now, you mentioned a little bit about the app, and the main reason I wanted to obviously have you on the podcast today, not only just have a good chat, Hugh, but um, to mention this app. Now, um, for people out there, they've created an app, and it's basically around gratitude, and 
Um, I won't go into it too much, Hugh, but I've been using it now for about 20 days, and it, I love the simple fu- function of it. I love that I can do a little guided meditation if I need, and it's just a really good way to keep track of you know things that I'm grateful for. I think people are too often, uh, they get caught up on negativity and things that aren't going well in their life, but really they've got all these amazing things that they choose not to talk about. So through this yeah. app, mate, is, is, is that your main idea with it, or you, you want to... You probably can explain a little bit better than I can. Yeah, so um, it's probably a good it's probably a good time to to um, I mentioned at the top of the podcast that I discovered three things that these people did every day in India, and then I found out they were backed by research. I've basically built those three things into this app. So um, the three things I found uh, in this order, so you can remember the acronym GEM is gratitude, empathy, and mindfulness. They're the things that these people. Um, practice they actually made a deliberate practice of every single day and so I've tried to build them in the app so when you get into the app the first thing that happens is it's going to ask you it's something you do at the end of the day um, and the first question is how do you feel right now or what emotion do you feel and you have to choose which emotion there's a whole lot of faces there and you click on the emotion that you feel the reason that is the first question is because that um, is emotional literacy where you um, are learning to label the emotion you feel and then to actually describe why you feel like that that's one of the ways that we can build empathy because when you can recognize your own emotions, you become better at recognizing someone else's emotions. So, and plus it's, it's really good for you. If you're experiencing a negative emotion, so often we will go to bed and go, sure, I don't feel good or, you know, but we don't actually unpack it. We just go to bed going, I don't feel good today. I've had a bad day. So, so often we don't actually go and deal with what's caused it. So if you actually stop and say, right now, I feel sad before you go to bed, right now I'm feeling sad. Um, and then you actually answer the question because the next question I think is why do you feel this way? And you say, I feel sad because um, uh, I was meant to catch up with my brother today and, and, um, and we were um, we caught up for a few minutes. Other people came along and, and he got a bit distracted. We didn't have to have a proper chat um, and I feel sad because I was looking forward to that. It prompts you to actually deal with that issue. So you might message your brother and say, that's a terrible example, but that's all I could think of in yeah, my head. But it might, right, it might right. prompt you to say, <laughs> it might prompt you to say, it's such a strange example, but <laughs> it might prompt you to send him a message and say, hey, mate, sorry to get to chat properly today. Um, let's grab a coffee in the next couple of days or something. And so you kind of deal with that and it changes your emotion because you've dealt with it in the moment. Or you might, maybe you've got a really positive emotion. Your emotion might be, I'm really excited because I've got this presentation for you. It might be you saying, I've got this presentation coming up in Hong Kong in a week's time and I just can't wait to. Um, it just builds your builds on your positive emotion. So that's yep. the first thing, just there. The second question will always be a gratitude question. So something like what went well for you today or what made you feel happy today or who's someone you're grateful for today or um, just because gratitude, the research behind gratitude says that when you practice gratitude for, for 21 days, so you're one day away. <laughs> yeah, you, thanks, um, man. You practice for 20, even though I know you've been doing this stuff for a long time. But um, if, you, if, you, if you practice gratitude for 21 days, these wonderful things start to happen to you more the most specifically or most um pertinent to our app is that you just build your positive emotion you start to feel happier so there's always a gratitude question there waiting for you the next question that you answer is what are you looking forward to most about tomorrow and that, um, sorry mate that's my most that's my favorite question from the app i i think I, that's glad, yeah. that's by far like i think i love the emojis at the start you know that, that's a really good way to pick how i'm feeling you don't have to describe you just pick but this yep. question looking forward to uh, it's got so much power it does, and I'm really happy to hear you say that because it wasn't in the original build. And then I I just love answering that question myself. And I thought, well, I might just put it in there because I, I just love – for me, it's a good one. Because the amount of times 
if you've got, say, the, um, you're lying in bed, the next day's coming up, what you think about inevitably is the things you're not looking forward to and the stuff that Correct. might be causing a bit of anxiety. But in every day, there are things you can look forward to. And if you go to bed thinking about the things you're looking forward to, I'm not saying you're not, you're not dealing with the stuff you're not looking forward to. It's always going to be there, but it's just a nice way of going to bed feeling a bit more excited about the next day. You answer that question, and then, as you said, a meditation will come up, and there are um, seven different meditations that are on rotation at the moment, and um, over the summer, we're building in another 10. Um, so it always feels like a new meditation. Um, if you don't like the meditations or, you, or there's one you like, you can always go back into that day and do that. Do that, yep. Um, um, so, that, so you know, the, yes. the thing I like about it as well, mate, is the meditation is 10 minutes, 10 or 12 minutes, you yep. know, yep. and if people say, oh, I don't have time for that, they do. That just means they're lazy or they don't want to do it. So I like yep. that because I've got a short attention span and I know yeah. a lot of people do. I can give up 10 minutes a day. Yep, absolutely. I mean, you, there, was a, there was an article um, the other day and you and I were talking before the podcast started about business and how it's for both of us, not our favourite thing, but I, was, I happened, I just stumbled across this article in the Business Review Weekly and it said that 58 out of the top 60 business people, 58 of the top 60 business people worldwide do a minimum of 30 minutes of meditation every day. Wow. That's how much, with gratitude, empathy, mindfulness, meditation is a great way to practice mindfulness and that's what the kids did in this community from 8.30 to 9 o'clock every day, they did meditation. 